We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Trey Turner. He's my favorite player in the league. Not even close. Not even close. There it was. Bryce Harper last summer on the Phillies broadcast on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Talk about Trey Turner. You know... I got to say, when this guy talks, they just sign these players. It's amazing. Like, if he says you, he likes you as a player, you're, you're going to get $100 million bare minimum, right? That was Real Muto, best catcher base, one of his favorite players. He said that about Trey Turner. Three months later, the guy has $300 million. Can we get uh, Bryce Harper to say nice things about us? Yeah, it's kind of like if you, you know, come within 30 feet of Sean McVay during right. football season, you get a head coaching job next year. Same thing with Bryce Harper. Can we just go to spring training next year and just and have him just talk to a microphone? The evening show is my favorite show on WIP. I just want a letter of recommendation from Bryce Harper. Instant raise. Like, you just walk in and they throw money at you. So there was Bryce Harper uh, last summer, you know, talking about his guy, Trey Turner, who's now here with the Phillies. But I also thought this was interesting. So this morning, Trey Turner was on MLB Network. And I listened. I was like, you know, I just figured I, I would. It was kind of in the background because I was like, all right. He spoke yesterday for 25 minutes. I'm sure it's the same kind of questions. I, I, I didn't expect to hear anything different, but I did. Listen to this. Trey Turner asked about Bryce Harper. You know, was he kind of the, the what got you to Philadelphia? And Trey says yes, but he also reels off a bunch of other names of people that helped bring him here, including one that I think we've kind of forgotten about, but it's part of this thing. We saw ourselves, uh, you know, in a Phillies uniform and, and playing here, uh, hanging out with uh, Bryce and his family, Kyle and his family, uh, Kevin Long and his family. I think there was so many people, Howie Kendricks here. There's so many people um, that we like and, and we uh, have good relationships with. And um, that was that was a really exciting uh, factor for us is getting back with these guys and uh, knowing exactly who they are as people and, and what they bring to the table and, and how good they are. You you know, playing this game, and um, I think that was a that was a huge factor for us. And, and Bryce and, and K Long and uh, Schwarber text me quite a bit this last month, and, and get me try to get me over here. And uh, <laughs> ultimately, they they won, so I'm happy. So the names that I I did ex- I did expect to hear, obviously Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, his teammate um, for half a season in 2021 down in Washington. That that one wasn't surprising to me. Kevin Long, who we had a good relationship with with the Nationals, we've heard about that, right? That that's been out there. I've I didn't expect I forgot about the the Howie Kendrick connection. Now Howie Kendrick played here for a very brief year. What was that? 2017, 16? When, when was Howie Kendrick here? 16, 17? I think sixteen. Okay, played here. Hit for like three thirty as a Philly. Played very well, and the Phillies trade him to the Nationals. Is that he got to the Nationals? Okay, and then Howie Kendrick kept playing well for the Nationals. In fact. 
He played with Trey Turner for a few years, including they out they won the World Series together. And I, if I remember correctly, Howie Kendrick played a role. I he wasn't like a bench player. He played for the 2019 Nationals. I, I if I had to guess, he played a pretty decent role for the 2019 Nationals, including I remember watching him at a home run in Game Five when they went and beat the Dodgers in the first round. Like he was part of that thing. He had an OPS of 10-12 in the NLCS that year. One NLCS MVP and home run uh, in, the, in the NLDS. Yeah, so he kept hitting the whole time. And I, I guess he was probably Trey Turner's double play partner. If he played any second base with the Nationals, they those guys were probably close. That was their double play partner. Do you know who he traded for to get Howie Kendrick? Who the Phillies traded to get him, or traded him for? Traded to get him. They traded. Someone you know and like. So they traded for him from where? The Dodgers? The Dodgers. The Phillies traded... Who? Darren Ruff. They traded Ruff for... You know what? Now I kind of remember that. Ruff and then they for... got a guy named Mackenzie Mills from Washington for him. And he worked. Who I don't think ever got above double-A uh, ball. Okay. So, so you're saying the Klintak... Uh, Kendra for Mackenzie Mills trade didn't work out for the Phillies as well as the, for the Nats? No, he traded a 340 hitter for a guy in low A ball. All right, but I thought it was interesting. Um, and then Howie Kendrick came back here when? Maybe two years ago to become like, what does he do? He's like an assistant to the GM or he's a special advisor. He has a role within the front office. And I think it's kind of interesting because he's still special assistant to the general manager. So he's Sam Fold's assistant. He, so, but I think it's an interesting role because think about how much connection he still has in the league. Like, he's not old. He just played. He was on a World Series team three years ago. I completely forgot about that aspect of the recruiting, of the connection that Trey Turner you know, felt to the Phillies organization. Not just Bryce, not just Schwarber, not just Kevin Long. But we could also throw, you know, we could throw uh, Howie Kendrick in there. So how about that? So, in effect, Ruff for Kendrick, Kendrick brought Turner. Ruff brought Turner. Yeah, if you use the transitive property, yeah. I think that's how it turns out. I mean, that, I think that's a direct line. All right, let's do it. Let's get to some NFL picks. We'll get to guess the takes, and then we'll, um, we'll get to our same-game parlay for this week with the Giants and the Eagles. All right, now, before we get started, I was alerted about this. I, 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 I kind of wish Tucker didn't tell me. Now I feel like I'm like at a choke here. So, Pressure's on. Yeah, I mean, I was alerted that these picks went 4-0 last week. I didn't realize that. To, to be totally, I mean, I'm p- totally honest. I, I don't usually track them. Now, once in a while, I, now, now last week I actually bet them. So I, I knew it was a pretty good week. But like, I, you know, most weeks I'm not, like, did I go 2-2? Two and two? Did I go 3-1? and one? Was it 1-3? and three? If you're following along and you're betting with me on these, let's do it. Let's win some more. Um, hopefully another good week. All right. Let's see where we want to go this week. Um, I know I have – just want to make sure I um, got it all lined up here. Got one, got two. want to make sure I have the – yeah, three. And we'll go with four. I got four for you. All right, four picks this week. Do you not show prep? Well, no, well, I, here's what I do. I usually highlight them in my app, right? But then, like, if you go to do a different bet, you, ha- like you have too many in the bet slip and it becomes like a parlay. So I have to unhighlight them. I wanted to – Make sure I had the four I wrote down earlier this morning. Here's where, Here we go. Game number one, and I think this is the most fascinating betting line of the season. It shows the results versus process, kind of like what people in Vegas who set these lines look for, what, what, what actual bettors look for. This is the first time in tw- um, 18 years where a team as good record-wise as the Vikings, 10-2, and two, are an underdog 
this late in the season against a team this bad record-wise, the Detroit Lions, 5-7. A 10-2 Vikings team is an underdog this week against a 5-7 Lions team. And you know what? I like the Lions. I think right now the Lions are playing better football than they have played in forever. I was less than the Lions played this good for a month. They've won three out of four, and they nearly beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. Like, this Lions team has turned the corner under Dan Campbell, and their offense. Has anyone paid attention to how many points the Lions are scoring? Everyone wanted to rip Jim, Jim uh, Jonathan Gannon. Remember that after week one? Everyone was destroying Jonathan Gannon. How do you give up that many points to the Lions? Everyone is giving up points to the Lions now. That offense is good. They have two good backs. They have a good offensive line. I think their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, will be a head coach in the NFL before too long. They obviously play hard for Dan Campbell. And the defense has has gone from terrible to at least serviceable. I like the Lions, minus one and a half. Amon Ross St. Brown might be the best receiver that isn't a superstar yet in terms of everyone's eyes. That guy's really, really good. This Vikings defense is getting torched. Last week, Mike White completed pass after pass against them. They've been lucky to get to 10-2. and two. I agree with Vegas. The Lions are better right now. The Lions are the favorite for a reason. I will lay the one and a half with the Detroit Lions. That's game number one. Game number two. I got to tell you, once in a while, a line doesn't make sense to me. And, and you know what? The people who set these lines in Vegas, they, they're good at what they do for a reason. But I can't wrap my head around this one. The Seattle Seahawks have been a good team this year. Not great, but they've been good. Geno Smith has been a top 10 quarterback in the league this year. They won last week. It was not easy, but they won over a Los Angeles Rams team that is still playing hard. Okay? It wasn't like, you know, they've quit. Why are the Seahawks only a three and a half point favorite over a wretched Panthers team? Why? Like, what, what is going on that this is only three and a half? It's in Seattle. Seahawks are better. Seahawks have a lot of the line in terms of the playoffs, but because Kenneth Walker's not playing, this game's only three and a half. Give me Seattle at home, better quarterback. I mean, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold, like these, these ex-Jet quarterbacks head to head. Home field advantage, better quarterback, better coach, obviously, with Pete Carroll you know, over Steve Wilkes. And the Seahawks want a lot to play for here. I know their running back situation is a, you know, is a great right now because of injuries at Seattle, but I love the Seahawks this week. And you know, I did see that the Carolina defense been better the last month, but has anyone seen the offenses they played? I mean, they played Russell Wilson over the last month. Last time they played a really good offense, they got torched by the Bengals. I will lay the points. Seahawks minus three and a half. My next game, I'm going with an underdog in this one. This may sound crazy, but is there a gigantic difference between Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley? I mean, like, is it gigantic? Last week, if you looked at the look-ahead line on the game, the Ravens were favored by minus 4.5. They were a 4.5-point road favorite in Pittsburgh. You know what this score, the spread is now? It touched 2.5 this week. Think about, think about that for a second. Think about it. It went the other way where the Ravens are now underdogs by a couple points. I don't think the drop-off is acute. I really don't. Now, Lamar's better, obviously. But Tyler Huntley's pretty good for a backup quarterback, and he plays the same style. These games are always close, Ravens and the Steelers. I think the Ravens are the better team. I think they find a way with Tyler Huntley to keep the game very close. Maybe it's a one-point game. Even if they lose, it could go right down to the end. I'm going to take the Ravens in a very close game, in a division game. 
You know, Tyler Huntley last week came in and he completed 84% of his passes cold off the bench. Now he's a week to prepare. I'm going to go the Ravens getting points here. Ravens plus two against the Steelers. So Seahawks minus four, Ravens plus the two, Lions minus one and a half. And I'm going to take a, a bigger favorite here for my fourth game. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to rout the Cleveland Browns. Did you notice how bad Deshaun Watson was last week? I mean, Tiger, we're not surprised. We, we talked about this, you know, when the Eagles were in the mix or when the Browns made the trade. Like, he's not going to be himself after not playing for almost two years. You can't take two years off of professional football and expect no. to just come back. He was terrible. They won in spite of him last week. Did they score any offensive points? Uh, I don't know. He didn't. I mean, he didn't do anything. He was bad. He was throwing the he was throwing the ball on the ground the whole game. So now you have Cleveland on the road in Cincinnati against a Bengals team that just beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Bengals could smell water in this division, smell blood in this division, in the water. They could win this division over the over the Ravens or without Lamar Jackson. Bengals minus five and a half. Joe Burrow since week one. You know, had a bad game week one against the Steelers. He's been remarkable since then. I think he lights up the, Beng- the the Browns' defense and the Bengals' defense. How about this? They've gone eight straight weeks without allowing 60% completion percentage. Patrick Mahomes last week didn't even get to 60% against this Bengals' defense. They're good. I'm going to go the Bengals minus five and a half. So Seahawks minus four, Ravens plus the two, Bengals minus five and a half, Lions minus one and a half. Those are my picks for week number 14. Can we get another four in a week? That'd be cool. I don't know if we could do that. That's a lot to ask. I mean, that's perfection. Yeah, that, that is a lot to ask. But if we um, if we have another good week, that, that'd be awesome. So those are my picks. All right, let's get to the takes. Takes you will be hearing on Monday across the NFL. Take number one, I mean, I gave you the pick. The take's going to be the Lions are going to make the playoffs. Look at the Lions' schedule down the stretch. If they can beat Minnesota on Sunday, they have the Jets, they have the Bears, they have the Packers. They have wins on the schedule. The Lions could make the playoffs this year in the NFC. It's not out of the realm of possibility. After having a five-game losing streak, the Lions were kind of everyone's talking point in the summer with hard knocks. Um, And you go back to week one, they played the Eagles tough. That is not a bad football team anymore. I think the Lions and the playoffs are going to be a talk you hear a lot coming up on Monday. Take number two, you're going to hear um, after the games on Sunday into Monday, is that the... Russell Wilson trade is in the Herschel Walker territory. I I think we're we're progressing to that point. He's been, like, I can't believe how bad Russell Wilson's been. It's not just bad. It's almost to the point where, can they keep playing him? Like, they can't score any points. They are nine and a half point home underdogs this week to the Chiefs. Does anyone think the game will be close? Even with a good Broncos defense? I mean, you 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 know how many touchdowns Russell Wilson has passing this year? Eight. It's December what? Ninth today? Is it say December 9th? I think it is. This game we played on December eleventh. He has eight touchdowns. You know Russell Wilson has more bathrooms in his new home in Denver than he has touchdown passes this year? Like this guy is horrendous. I think we'll be talking about that on Monday as a Herschel Walker as horrendous deal when the Seahawks have a top five pick and they go to the playoffs this year. And take number three, you're gonna hear on Monday is that the Justin Herbert hype was overstated. I understand the talent is there. I I like Justin Herbert. But at some point, does Justin Herbert have to win games while we still, like, for us to keep calling him a top 10 quarterback? Like, can we just reflexively say, oh, no, he's great. He's He's Justin Herbert. 
look look at that arm. Look look at his physique. At some point, doesn't he have to elevate his team? He doesn't. I mean, that, that, that the bottom line is Justin Herbert hasn't elevated the Chargers anywhere for the five years where they drafted him. What were they? Yeah, eight nine wins. They weren't ever really usually terrible. It's only that last year uh, before they got him. They usually won about eight or nine games. They didn't make the playoffs. They weren't that good. It's why they said we're moving off of Phillip Rivers. It's kind of over now. And then they drafted Justin Herbert, and he he's put some big highlights on tape. But they don't win. They don't win. And you look at that 2020 quarterback class. Jalen Hurts wins. Joe Burrow wins. Tua, Tonga Bailoa, who he's going against on Sunday, and everyone, including myself, thought couldn't play. Guess what he's doing this year? He's winning. Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl. This is going to be Joe Burrow's second time in the playoffs. Jalen Hurts' second time in the playoffs. Tua Tungabailoa's first time in the playoffs. Meanwhile, we're going to get three years with Justin Herbert not in the playoffs. I think the it's becoming a little louder now. I think the Justin Herbert hype starts going the other way if and when they lose to the Dolphins on Sunday. Those are the takes. Those are the picks for Week 14 in the National Football League. Before we get to the uh, the same game parlay here, Tucker, how would you re-rank the 2020 quarterbacks? I asked John. He John Jastrzemski, we had him on about 40 minutes ago. He said he went Burrow 1, and I agree with him there. He went Herbert, Hertz, Tua. I think it's Burrow 1 by a long shot. I agree. I think not just his statistics, the way he's played, the way his team wins. I think what he's done in his first couple of years as a starter – far surpasses what anyone else has done. And then the next three guys are all interesting because they all have different cases. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Jalen Hurts right now is having the best season that any of the three of them have had, right? Like, sure. none of those other two guys have had a, an MVP favorite type of season. So I would probably put Hurts two, Herbert three, two of four, because we, we still have only really seen Tua play at this level for about eight or nine games of his career, and The Herbert thing I just find fascinating because I do get why everyone likes him. He makes unbelievable plays when he throws the football. It just comes out of his hand differently, right? Like, go watch old Brett Favre plays where the football seems to just defy the laws of physics as it goes down the field. It's kind of the way Herbert throws. Like, he throws it like an outfielder. It's unbelievable, but he also just doesn't make winning plays. I don't mean that he turns the ball over a ton, but... When push comes to shove, and now he's been without Keenan Allen for most of the year, and Mike Williams has been out for a while, supposed to come back, but I don't know. I, I just I think of him a lot as the way I thought about Josh Allen when he first started progressing in Buffalo. He does a lot of unbelievable things, but he has yet to really put anything together. It's a lot of potential and not a lot of results yet. Yeah, and everyone seems to blame everyone else, right? Like, you know, Joe Burrow elevates the Bengals. Jalen Hurts has has elevated the Eagles or helped elevate the Eagles. They win. And Justin Herbert, everyone, it's, everyone, it's Brandon Staley's fault. It's, it's the injury's fault. Like, at some point, that guy's got to win. Otherwise, you know, he can't be as high as the other guys in his own class. That's the way this works. And I think that gets louder as we get to some takes early next week. All right, let's do it. We, every single Friday night, and so – one of our listeners did remind us and, and tell me I didn't realize that we went 4-0 in picks last week. We did not clean sweep this parlay last week. Unfortunately, we didn't because we were, I mean, this close. So every Friday night, our friends over at FanDuel Sports, we look at the props, our favorite props we put together. I throw a bunch out. Tucker throws one and he really likes, and we, we, we create a same-game parlay. 
And last week we had, I believe it was a six-legger uh, for the Eagles-Titans game that hit five legs. We had a listener that sent us a message on Sunday and said we were one leg off. And it, and it would have been a $10 parlay. You know, we're not we're not going crazy here. Five, ten bucks, whatever you want to throw on it. It would have paid out over $1,000. So let's try it again, Tucker. Let's create a same-game parlay for the Eagles and the Giants. Our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook um, will kick us off. All right, here's, I think, how we have to start this. Bottom line, before we get to any of the star players. It's the Eagles and the Giants on Sunday, which means we have to take a Boston Scott touchdown. Only one? Well, all right, we, we can... He has eight touchdowns in six games against them. You realize that? Well, all right. Well, here's here's the question. Now we did get a we did go did we fly too close to the sun last week because we changed the AJ Brown touchdown which he had too to it to the first touchdown right we got a little greedy and that's where we lost. So if we go with a, an anytime touchdown, just one throughout the game, it's plus five fifty. That's a really good number for a, a touchdown. Like the numbers will tell you that you should be getting minus money on that. I mean. Like just for example, Barkley's minus money. Hertz is my Barkley might play. Hertz is minus money. Sanders is even. Usually, you know, it's hard to get great odds on a touchdown. Plus five fifty for one touchdown. But as Sucker's alluding to, it's fifty-five to one odds on Boston Scott to have two plus touchdowns. I mean, do we even need a parlay at that point? We, I mean, we really don't. I mean, ten bucks on a fifty-five to one is five hundred fifty dollars. Done. Finished. All right, let's just go with one, and, and then we'll circle back. We need a win, right? Like, we haven't won yet this season. Let's maybe take it easy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're getting greedy, at asking for two-plus touchdowns from the Eagles' third running back in this game. All right, we start there with a very big uh, plus 550 on the anytime touchdown. All right, wh- where are you? I-, I think it's a tricky spread this week. It's a full touchdown. Are you willing to lay it, or, or do you think we should maybe look at first half? E- Eagles minus four first half. I like that number better. Okay. Because the, this has the makings of a game where the Eagles could jump out to a 10, 14-point lead early and then, as they often do, kind of take their foot off the gas and not necessarily let the Giants back into the game, but couldn't you see some garbage time points being scored to make it a, a 36-30 game? All right, so it's actually an even better number. It's minus 3.5 first half. So Eagles minus 3.5 first half. Let's put that in. So we have a Boston Scott touchdown. We have the Eagles minus three and a half in the first half. All right, I think we need to have some rushing yards in here, don't you? Giants, one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. Um, and I think Miles Sanders' total is pretty low after what he did last week. It is 65 and a half. I think he's cleared that seven of 11 times, something in that range. He's had a good number of games in the upper 60s, 70s, or above. He's averaging 77 yards per game. Over? Over. I would say over. Let's put it in. Sanders over 65. And we hit Sanders last week, right? We had him as an under. Yeah, he had 10 for 24 last week. Yeah, he didn't do much last week. Okay, so there's there's two legs in here. What do we think about the total on this game? It's 44 and a half. Feels, it feels, Can the Giants score enough? To get this number over, or are you thinking an under is the best play? Well, I'm I'm looking at at what they're doing because their offense right now is 21st in points. They're 18th in points per drive this season. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's an over because you look at they've scored 20 in each of the last two weeks. They had 24 against Houston, 23 against Jacksonville, 24, 27, 20. I mean, they score consistently between 20 and 24 points a game. So you think we're getting an over because the Eagles will put up their 27 or 30? I would say yeah. Okay. 
I mean, you just look at what these two teams average right now. Giants average 20 and a half. Eagles are 27 and a half. That would lead you to think the total should be closer to 48 or so. All right. Well, let's play this out then. How are the Giants getting their points? Because we know they don't have great weapons and Saquon Barkley's banged up. What do you think about a Daniel Jones anytime touchdown? I like that. Okay. That's a good Remember he had that like 88 yard against us a couple years ago? Don't he fell down? Yes. All right. So here's what we have uh, built in right now. We have a five-leg same-game parlay over FanDuel Sportsbook. We have Boston Scott, anytime touchdown score. We have the Eagles, minus three and a half in the first half of the game. We have Miles Sanders, over 65 and a half rushing yards. We have total for the game, over 44 and a half points. And we have Daniel Jones getting an anytime touchdown for the Giants. Anything else we should add? We have five legs right now. Anything we're, uh, we're missing here? Well, who's scoring the other Eagles touchdowns besides Boston Scott? That's the question. What do you think of Tucker? Who gets the other Eagles touchdowns? Other Eagles touchdowns besides Boston Scott. Let's th- throw one more touchdown in there. Is it Hurts? Do we look at their rushing defense and, and think that Hurts just – I mean, Hurts has become their de facto short yardage back. He has. Um, okay. Well, if we went Boston Scott any type touchdown – Eagles minus three and a half first half. Sanders over 65 and a half rushing yards, over 44 for the game. Daniel Jones touchdown, Jalen Hurts touchdown. A $10 same game parlay wager would net you 1356 bucks. I mean, that's rent money right there. That's pretty good. Do you want to just, do you want to hear what it is if we take out the one Boston I really Scott do. touchdown and put two? Okay. All right. We're going to take out the one Boston Scott touchdown, and we're going to actually bump this up to multiple uh, Boston Scott touchdowns in this game. I, 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 this number is going to be absolutely. It's going to be astronomical. It's going to be the kind of it's going to be the kind of same game parlor that if you hit like you you talk. Darren Ravel tweets it out. Yeah, ten bucks wins just six thousand four hundred thirty-seven dollars. Wow. Scott two touchdowns. Hurts a touchdown. Daniel Jones a touchdown. Over 44 and a half game, Sanders over his yards, Eagles to cover minus three and a half in the first half. It doesn't seem that crazy. No, it doesn't. Like, I mean, it's a six-leg parlay, so the odds are it doesn't hit. I mean, that, these, there's a reason why these are difficult to hit. But that doesn't seem that nuts. No, imagine if that hits, then you can buy your kids all they want for Christmas. Yeah, you know what? Sunday will be what I'm watching for. Sponsored by Xfinity, Xfinity the Fast Internet in Philadelphia, and the sponsor of our Xfinity Lounge. All right, you know what? I'm probably going to put it in with just one Boston Scott touchdown. Can you put like a $1 one in with the two touchdowns? Well, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, like, put you know, whatever. You Maybe five bucks on the big 50 one. 50 cents. Yeah, and then whatever on the second one for 55 to one. There's just – Boston Scott is going to score on Sunday. That's This is what happens. This is what he does against the New York Giants. All right, everyone have a great weekend. Coming up next, Boomer and Valenti. We're going to have for you the weekly NFL preview with Boomer Sison and Mike Valenti. You guys enjoy that. Back uh, next week, of course, we're actually back on Sunday for the pregame show with Glenn and Ross Tucker. Have a great night. We will talk next week on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.